Hey, Dead Pilot Society listeners, I'm going to skip my usual intro because if you're listening to this, you probably know I'm Andrew Reich and you know what we're about because this is episode two of Wheel and Motors and chances are you already listened to episode one, so you know what a hilarious show this is and what an incredible cast we got to read it. And you also know that it's Max Fun Drive, the one time of year that Dead Pilot Society and the rest of the shows on the Maximum Fun Network ask for your support and say thank you with bonus content, gifts, and exciting new content and events. Look, we're off to a great start. Uh, we've got new, more new and upgrading members than we did at the same point last year, which is awesome. Let's keep it up. If you're listening to this, whether you want to admit it or not, you are a fan of Dead Pilot Society. So if you haven't already, now's the time to join as a member. All right, I'm going to get right into Brooks Whelan and Isaac Rents introducing this episode live from the Elysian Theater, but I'll be back in a bit to tell you about all the great rewards. And please, won't you join us as a member by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. Okay, here's me with Brooks and Isaac. Come on, Brooks Whelan, Isaac Rents, come on. These, the next two move a little quicker. Heads up. So, um, guys, so it's unusual. You actually had heard this script read. You did a table read. We did a table read at Fox for Fox execs yeah. So only. who was a better audience, a room full of studio and network executives or these guys? I got to be fucking honest. We crushed at Fox. <laughs> That's not really what I was hoping you'd go with that. Uh, but you guys were also great. So tell us a little bit about episode two. Okay, so the first, the, this is what I was excited to do this for. Episode two and three, which I, I fucking love. Uh, I like the pilot, but episodes two and three are when Fox was like, go nuts. And that might be where we went wrong. <laughs> it's like, we re- these are like, these are like a pilot to me is a little formulaic. You have to like, everybody you meet, you're like, there he is, my brother. You know, like... <laughs> And that shit sucks. And in these ones, you're just like, hey, there's Todd. You know, it's, just, it's fun and it's faster. And um, we, we should say that Fox told us they loved these episodes. Yes, that's also so. true. They were like, these are great. Uh, we got less notes on these ones, which is a bad sign, it turns out. Because they were like, okay, uh, you know, there's monkeys involved. And, um, and they were like, we love, we love. It's actually, this is a, you'll get to it. My friend found a loophole on how to get helper monkeys growing up. <laughs> And it's in the script. And I remember on a Zoom, they were like, this is crazy. And I was like, it's not. Here's how you do it. Uh, So the second episode is really based uh, on um, uh, a scam my dad allegedly, I have to say allegedly did, uh, that's in the cold open, which is a way to mimic hail damage on cars. Um, uh, It involves uh, golf balls and socks. And... um, and it also involves Little League Baseball, which is very, very important in the Midwest. Yeah. That's about it. You guys all good? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's episode two. Wheelin' Motor. <laughs> Wheelin' Motors. Unfortunately, you can't trade in your family. 102. Bad press. Interior. Brooks' 2003 Chevy Cavalier. Night. Brooks and Angie are driving back from Chicago. His car is filled with overflowing boxes of records and clothes. Thanks for riding with me to get my stuff. That was, like, really cool, Angie. Yeah, it was fun making your ex jealous. Yeah, maybe we don't tell your husband about holding hands? Okay, she was holding hands with your new dude. I couldn't leave you hanging. Well, thanks, but that chapter's closed. I thought leaving home would fix me, and it didn't. It took 15 years, but Manchester finally won. I live in Iowa again. And I will never find happiness now, oh and that's God. fine. Just relax. It's not so bad here. If you actually try, I'm sure you can be happy. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're... A deer! A deer explodes over the windshield. Blood and shit are everywhere. Brooke slams on the brakes. Very Midwestern joke. He's probably okay, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet that happens to him all the time. Cool. Cool. Brooke starts driving again, using the windshield wipers to wipe away the blood, fur, and fecal matter. Look, think of this as a chance to start fresh. You're right. You know, I just got to stay out of my family's bullshit, which shouldn't be too hard because I am actually nothing like them. I'm actually pretty sure I'm not even a Whelan, to be, be nice. honest. Be nice. You've been gone a while. Maybe they've calmed down. 
Interior, Wheel and Motors lot showroom next morning. Brooks walks in to see his family, Jim, Michael, Todd, and Chris, all smashing car hoods with socks filled with golf balls. Jesus Christ. Morning, bud. Crazy hailstorm last night. I mean, it drizzled a no, bit. No, not here. Full hailstorm, if anyone asks. Gotta come up with some extra cash to make up for our slow month. How is beating up our inventory coming up with cash? <laughs> he doesn't get it. What an idiot. <laughs> Look, the insurance adjuster gives us $5,000 per car that, for hail damage. Todd has a guy who can fix him for $500. So that's an extra $4,500 per car in the old Wheeland pocket. Now quit acting stupid, grab a sock, fill a, put a golf ball in it, start swinging. Michael hits a new Mustang's windshield, cracking it. No, no glass, okay? My guy only does body work. <laughs> Have him fix yours then. Michael smokes Todd in the spine with his golf ball sock. Todd goes down gasping for air. He hurts bad. Chris pipes up while smashing cars. Boys, grow up! Nope, not getting sucked into your scams. Whatever you guys do, leave me out. It's not for me. Plus, pretty sure this is the definition of insurance fraud. No. Slam. It's actually much worse. Slam. It's global warming. Slam. <laughs> Sad, really. Slam. Stop being selfish and think of the penguins. Slam. <laughs> End of cold open. Act one, interior, wheel and motors, Jim's office, day. The staff is gathered. Jim throws a copy of the Manchester Press on his desk. Red alert. We've got a full-blown PR nightmare on our hands. This is bad. Doug T. grabs the paper and reads the front page headlines. Huh. Edgewood man sentenced to 10 years for sex crimes? Uh, no, 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 no. Next page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rhubarb on the River Festival of Success. Below that, Jesus Christ. Jim rips the paper out of Doug T.'s hands and points to a headline in tiny print at the bottom of the page. Local car dealership investigated for insurance fraud. Oh. This is all Todd's fault. Mr. Steady Hands had a panic attack when the insurance adjuster asked where the bathroom was. Okay, well, next time I will be ready for her mind games. Look, we need some good press to get the stink off wheeling motors. Ideas, go! Maybe we should just follow the rules, sell cars, be polite to customers. Uh, uh nerd alert. <laughs> now, I say we have Stacy T do an in-person concert. The Celine Dion Masterclass DVD she watched has unlocked her beautiful voice. Not true, not true. She sings at her desk all day now. It's shrill and distracting. You know that, I know that. Everyone knows that. No offense, Stacey T. Stacey Celine... T is taking notes. Celine said there'd be haters. We could cure AIDS. Intriguing, but I feel like if you can do that, maybe just focus on it. <laughs> yeah, there's probably lots of money in an AIDS cure. Um, I don't know, I've, I've been saying this for months, but I, I think maybe we should sponsor Leighton's Little League team. Not bad. Brats swinging bats, that's wholesome. Why don't you come to us with this sooner? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jim, it's not like we need that much help. This town loves the Whelans. Uh, tell that to Yelp. <laughs> Who's Yelp? It, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Don't ever go there. Todd, <laughs> we have a team to sponsor. Let's roll. Everyone gets up to leave. And AIDS isn't going to cure itself. <laughs> Michael, hey. Come on, you're not, you're not curing AIDS. Michael stops in the doorway and shakes his head. Wow. Thank God the guy who cured cancer didn't have you as a little brother. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, Man Manchester Chamber of Commerce Day. Jim and Todd approach a board clerk. Hello, we're here to sponsor the pre-K yellow mini-mites. Where's the mayor? He'll probably want to be in on one of those photos when we hand him a giant check. Todd holds up a regular size check for $150. What? I said get a big one. Yeah, he's not in. Uh, Mayor Milt manages the meat department at the Hy-Vee during the day. Maybe you could give it to him there. No. It'll just look like I'm buying a ton of meat. Whatever. <laughs> All right, look, I'll get a picture with the kids later. That'll move more units anyway. Here's your certificate. You're now the official sponsor of the Yellow Mini Mites. A certificate? 
So, so this, this proves that I own a sports team? Oh, no, that's not really. Wow. Dad, we own a sports team. Holy shit. No, no, Todd, we don't. I do. Interior, Chris's office, day. Chris and Nassim are sitting at Chris's computer. I'm not usually as interested in the gizmos and websites as you young people, but I was thinking, why not look into this Yelp? It can't be that bad. Yeah, I enjoy the site. Feasting on brutal criticism only makes me more powerful. Nassim pulls up the Wheel and Motors Yelp page. Okay, seven reviews, an average of three stars. Hey, that's pretty nifty. If abject mediocrity is nifty. Huh. Wait, what's this top review from Casserole Queen 32? Oh my lord. A hellish experience? Each employee more bumbling than the last? Smells like a possum? Gave birth in the insulation? Said it was new, but came with a ding? All valid. That possum reeked. And it has three thumbs up. It's gone virus. How do we delete it? Only the person who wrote it can. Well, then we need to find this disgusting lying freak monster and show them how nice they are so they'll take it down. But it's just a username. You can't find... That person... I'll just cross-reference the date of the post with the number of units sold that month and narrow it down to the week that Miss Petty gave birth to her litter in the insulation. Boom! Margaret Becker, 139 East Monroe Street. Let's rock. Oh, my God. Exterior, wheel and motors, lot, day. Jim is now dressed like a 1980s Oakland Raiders owner, Al Davis. <laughs> Weird-ass glasses, That might be where hair. we lost Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Slicked back hair, leather jacket. He's standing in front of a team of six-year-old boys while Brooke sets a camera up on a tripod. Todd looks on, excited. Yeah. I own these children now, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so before we take the picture, collect their jerseys. You heard them, boys. Lose the shirts. The kids pull off their shirts. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> As of today, the yellow mini mites are no more. You are now the Wheelin' Motors Ford Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram cars. <laughs> Todd, burn the old disgusting jerseys. What? I, okay, I, well, I didn't know that we were... Okay. Uh, oh, okay, okay, uh, lighter fluid coming right up. Everyone waits awkwardly. Jim tries to make small talk. So what's your batting average? Spiders are not bugs. So you're, you're, uh, you're like the, the weird one? Todd returns with the lighter fluid and lights the pile of jerseys on fire. The flames shoot dangerously high. Great. Todd, unveil the new uniforms. Uh, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have any. We, we gotta get them made. A customer walks by the flaming pile of shirts with Jim standing next to a group of half-naked children. I don't think this is going to move many units. Uh, all right, you are released. Go forth. Scatter into the night. I, I, how, how am I supposed to get home? That sounds like a you problem. Interior, Jim's office later. With a photo of Al Davis sitting on his desk, Jim and Todd design jerseys with Sharpies and notebook paper. This is it. This is the one. He holds up a rough drawing of a uniform with the entire team name barely fitting across the back. Wow. It's glorious. When everyone sees those killers wearing, winning games with our logo across their backs, the dealership's reputation will be better than ever. What's their record, anyway? Uh, okay, uh, it's two and nine. But uh, it says here they're having a blast. You shitting me. <laughs> you know, the only thing worse than being associated with lying is being associated with losing. Who's the coach? Uh, well, um, me. Um, you know, it, it's actually been a really nice way for me to, like, you know, bond with Leighton. And we're having a, you know, a tough time at home. So You're I, fired. I, okay. Uh, okay. Um, then I guess you, you'll have to uh, coach them then? Oh, I wish. You know I haven't been allowed on the sports complex ever since the bat incident of 93. 
Oh, yeah. You smoked that security guard right in the mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he had it coming. It's fine. It'll just be the... Uh, it'll, it's fine. I'll just be the owner. But what I need is a puppet. Jim scans the showroom, looking for a new coach. Off Doug T. Too equal. Off Michael, who is rocking the soda machine. Too scary. Off Stacy T, singing at her desk. Too loud. Off Brooks, annoyed by Stacy T. Bingo. <laughs> Brooks to Jim Whelan's office. Brooks, Dad, you can't be serious. Dad, you have to tell Stacy T to stop singing. Todd, can we have the room? <laughs> Et tu, Brute? Todd storms out. What's his problem? Interior, Whelan Motors break room, day. Todd bursts into the break room where Doug T is making coffee and Michael is hunched over his phone. That rat bastard! Hey, do you mind? I'm in the middle of some important research. Hey, uh, that's not how you spell AIDS, man. <laughs> You know what it is? He's a snake. He is a snake, and I knew he was only back in town to usurp me. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? Dad just fired me as the coach of Layton's team. And guess who's replacing me? Yeah, Brooks. Hey, look, man, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm sure Brooks doesn't mean any harm. Oh, yeah, he doesn't mean any harm. Oh, sweet, simple Doug T. Let me tell you some Doug. Don't you see? It starts with the team, okay? Then Brooks comes for our jobs, and then what? What's next? Sex with our wives. Hey, Tom, my Gail passed away six months ago. Come on, now, you know that. And Trish left me at the funeral. I mean, the timing was wildly inappropriate, but it was nice to have somebody to cry harder than I was. I mean, that, that honestly was bonkers. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know what? I still have a wife, okay? And she is not safe with Brooks here, okay? Uh, we need to drop the hammer. Todd, Todd, calm down. Brooks is your little brother. He loves you. Now, I remember when you would all play rodeo with him around the dealership all day long. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, the stupid pony game. Brooks called me Bronco, and you were lollipop. He would sit on our backs, and we'd try to buck him off. Yeah, but you guys never did, because he was laughing so hard, and, 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 and you just wanted him to be happy, remember? Yeah. Huh? I mean, you're... I guess you're right. I mean, yeah. we are brothers. I mean, you know, Brooks would never, I guess, like intentionally hurt me. Exactly. You should go to your dad's office and ask for your coaching job back. I'm sure Brooks will support you 100%, just like Michael and I do. Todd hugs Doug T. Michael goes in for one, but Todd stops him. Whoa! Gross, man. Do not touch me. I got to get in the zone, all right? So I just say, <sighs> tell dad what's up. All right, I got this. Interior, Beaver's Bar, day. Brooks is having lunch at Beaver's as Angie bartends. So I said, nope. Find another coach, idiot. I'm trying to be happy like Angie said. I'm not wasting my time around kids. Okay, but just so we're clear, you think you're the good guy in this story? Yeah. Well, either, I'm not getting involved in my family's bullshit. I thought you'd be proud. It kind of sounds like you're using your family as an excuse to be selfish. So, <laughs> I'm not selfish, though. <laughs> Are you serious? You're very selfish. That's exactly why we broke up. That's news to me. <laughs> I thought we broke up because we went to different colleges. Yeah, you went to a college I didn't get into. You didn't even ask me how I felt being rejected from Iowa. That's the definition of selfishness. Well, would a, would a selfish person be the head coach of a Little League team? Oh, no. He throws a wad of cash on the bar and heads for the door. I gotta go because the children need me, Angie. All right. He then doubles back to take some of the cash back. I sorry, I got excited. I overtipped you. You gotta be kidding me. You're taking back one dollar. Interior, Chris's Ram, day. Chris and Nassim are on a stakeout outside the Yelp reviewer's home. They watch as the front door opens. Okay, looks like we're about to finally get a look at Casserole Queen 32. Margaret Becker, 84, slowly hobbles down the driveway. She opens a mailbox and sadly finds it empty. I can't wait to get my hands around a tiny leathery bird throat. Hold on. Hold on, she's clearly just a lonely old lady. I'm sure if we make her feel special, she'll take down the review. Okay, yeah. But if not, if that doesn't work, choke down. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll play yeah. it by ear. Yeah, it's okay. possible. 
Interior, Todd's office, day. Todd paces around his office, working up the nerve to stand up to Jim. A photo of Mark Davis, Al Davis' son, sits on his desk. <laughs> Nookie by Limp Biscuit is blaring. You listen up, Jimbo, because I am the coach. Okay, and you answer to me, because I am Coach Todd. I came into this world as a reject, and I came looking into these eyes, and then you'll see the size of the flames. Thoroughly pumped up, he struts into the showroom to find interior wheel and motors showroom continuous. Hey, everybody, announcement time. I have accepted the position as coach of the wheel and motors Little League team. Jim walks out of his office, slowly clapping. That's my boy. Good things are coming this young man's way. Jim holds Brooks's arm up like he just won a wrestling match. Everyone politely claps. Todd is shell-shocked. Brooks is here to have sex with my wife. <laughs> End of Act One. I am back. This is such a funny show. I hate to interrupt it, but it is Max Fun Drive, people. So I am back to ask again, will you please join us as a member by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. If you value this show, and if you're listening to this, you value it. So please show your support by giving just $5 a month. That'll get you all of our bonus content. That's the video from all of our Zoom table reads. Plus, you'll get to hear some pilot reads from previous years that are only available to members. So if you go to MaximumFun.org join, you can join us starting at $5 a month. If you're already a member, you can upgrade to a higher level of membership or boost to an in-between level. Or you can buy someone a gift membership and that person will also get access to our bonus content. Plus the bonus content from every other Maximum Fun show. Look, we're finding more great dead pilots all the time. And those pilots will just stay buried on writers' computers if you don't show your support and let us know that you want us to keep doing this. I've said it before, but you have to support the things that you like or those things go away. So if you value what we do, please consider going to MaximumFun.org join and becoming a member. Okay, now back to Wheelin Motors. Act 2. Exterior, Margaret Becker's house, day. Chris and Nassim stand at the front door. Chris holds a bouquet of flowers and knocks. Margaret Becker peeks out. Whatever you're selling, I ain't buying. <laughs> oh, hello, Mrs. Becker. We're here to inform you that you've won the Wheelin Motors Customer of the Year Award. Chris holds out the bouquet. Margaret looks suspicious. No solicitors. She snatches the bouquet and starts to, to slam the door, but Nassim shoves her foot in the doorway. Chris improvises. Uh, did we mention it comes with a free car wash? Free? Yes, yes, just bring your car down to Wheelin' Motors and... I'm never setting foot in that stink trap again. Margaret again tries to shut the door. We'll do it right here then. We will. Exterior, Margaret Becker's driveway, later. Chris and Nassim are on their hands and knees as they wax Margaret's car. Margaret hovers, critiquing their work. Oh, yes, sweet little behinds. Put your elbows into it. You're going to leave water spots if you don't buff it out that ding. Buff out that ding, bitch. Yes, ma'am. We aren't done until you're satisfied. That's the Wheelin' Motors way. Less yapping, more waxing. Just say the word and I will enter. Mm -hmm. Exterior, Manchester Sports Complex, baseball field. Brooks and Reese gather the team in the outfield. All right, gang, I'm your new selfless coach, Brooks, and this is my assistant, Reese. Anyone have any questions? Spiders are not bugs. <laughs> it's better to be feared than respected. Jim's voice screeches over a megaphone. Brooks looks to see Jim across the street in a lawn chair, still dressed like Al Davis, with a cooler of beer and a megaphone. Just win, baby. Ah, oh, goddammit. Exterior, lawn across from the sports complex, later. Jim watches with binoculars as Brooks and Reese try to start practice. It's chaos. The children are screaming and crying. He spots the weird kid sitting in center field, eating grass. That freak really loves grass. Jim Whelan as I live and breathe. Jim looks up to see Officer Chalamet, 85, a crusty old rent-a-cop who just pulled up on his golf cart. 
Well, well, well. Officer Chalamet. Been a while. Surprised you have the nerve to come around here after the bat incident of 93. He removes his false teeth, displaying them for Jim. Look, you had no right to get between me and that ump, all right? It was a foul ball. Officer Chalamet grabs his taser and starts towards Jim. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm out of your jurisdiction. Court ruling says I'm safe here. Officer Chalamet stops. Jim's right. Well, I'm watching you, Whelan. If you set one toe on my field, it's go time, slut. (laughs) Never breaking eye contact with Jim, Officer Chalamet drives off and immediately crashes his golf cart straight into the equipment shed. (laughs) Exterior, Manchester Sports Complex, baseball field. Brooks runs up to Weird Kid and stops him from shoving more grass into his mouth. Stop eating grass! Do you look at, look at what you've started! Brooks motions around the field where all the kids are eating grass. Even Reese is doing it. Reese, no! We don't eat grass! No, man, it's not as bad as you think. <laughs> Brooks shakes his head. He pulls Weird Kid up off the ground. Spiders are not bugs! Yeah, I know, dude. We all read zoo books, okay? Jim chimes in from across the street on his megaphone. Assemble them in battle formation. Brooks walks over to Reese, who's watching some kids hit. This, this sucks. I don't know how Todd did it. Uh, it's not all bad, man. Check out this fucking maniac. They watch a strong child, six, <laughs> knocking home runs into the parking lot. Whoa. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, Word on the street is that he goes by a little boom boom. (laughs) As long as he keeps swinging his boom boom thunder stick, his words, I think we might actually have a shot at winning. Wow, I didn't even think about winning. I mean, imagine if I turned this team around. How unselfish would that be? Lil Boom Boom smashes a ball. It smokes Weird Kid in the back, causing him to collapse. (laughs) He's perfect. Interior, Michael's used car shack, day. Michael's office is a tiny cramped shack on the used lot. He's inside, wearing headphones, sweating, as he watches the movie Philadelphia. (laughs) Todd enters. Oh, God. I forgot how hot it gets in here. It's like when they put Cool Hand Luke in that locker or whatever. When he was bad? How you doing? Michael pulls off his headphones and Queen blasts from them. He holds up VHS copies of Dallas Buyers Club and Outbreak. Research and AIDS. Turns out it's a tricky little bug. Wait, Dallas Buyers Club is on VHS? All right, you know what? Whatever, that can wait. You heard what Brooks did, right? I was right. Okay, he is here to sleep with our wives. <laughs> Not my problem. Don't have a wife. Oh, yeah. I keep on forgetting that. Uh, well, look. Brooks won't stop. You know? And he won't stop until he gets everything that he wants. Okay? What if he comes for you? You know? And, and, and every other Sunday lunch at, uh, you know... What if... Here's the thing. What if Brooks won't stop until he gets everything he wants? Like, what if next he comes for your every other Sunday lunch at Applebee's, you know, with mom and dad? He wouldn't. Oh, he will. I heard him asking mom about their new delicious breezy Bahama Mama just the other day. What an idiot. You get the most bang for your buck with the shark bowl. I live for that lunch. How do we stop him? That's what I want to hear. Okay, remember back in elementary school when Brooks was having a hard time reading? So he got that, you know, the help from um, Mrs. Navarro? The hot albino librarian? Yes. <laughs> that beautiful porcelain skin and those dark Darth Maul eyes. <laughs> My dream woman. You know, and Brooks was just trying to get close to her, and he knew that we had a connection. So at recess... I held him down in front of everyone, and I ripped his underwear off, and I made him eat it. No one could even look at him in the eyes after that, including Miss Navarro. And they never hooked up. But didn't his grades go, like, way down, too? Yeah, they definitely did. But, you know, but here's the thing. We're going to do the same thing to him at the game tomorrow. That way, everyone will lose respect for him, and then we stay in charge. 
Yeah, but ever since the underwear incident of 91, it is impossible to sneak up on Brooks. It's like the trauma gave him some sort of spidey sense or something. <laughs> oh, don't worry, bro. I got a plan. Okay. The perfect distraction. Interior, Beavers, afternoon. Angie is tending bar. She looks up and sees Brooks and the entire Little League team walk in. Angie! Ho ho! What are you doing here? Wow. Yeah, why did you bring a bunch of little boys into my bar? I just want to get their minds off tomorrow's big game. It means so much to them. And this is definitely not to just show you how unselfish I am. This is definitely just right. to get their minds off the game. Totally, yeah. No, you've always been very subtle. I mean, what can I say? I love to give back. Sure. Yeah. The weird kid taps Brooks from behind. It sets Brooks it sets off Brooks's spidey sense and he overreacts, throwing a swinging throwing a swinging back fist. He misses because the kid is so short. Never approach me from behind. Mister, I'm starving. I don't care. I'm talking to a lady. Get away from me, spiders or bugs. I said they are not bugs. <laughs> Learn a new fact, bud! Brooks pushes spiders or bugs aside. Lil Boom Boom walks up. Boom Boom, hungry. Oh, snap. Lil Boom Boom needs protein. Brooks grabs a bucket of peanuts from the, from the counter. Better fuel up for tomorrow's game. Mommy say no peanut for boom boom. <laughs> well, coach say go wild. Some parents are so controlling. My philosophy as a mentor is just let kids be kids. I mean, look at them go. Peanuts fly as Lil Boom Boom greedily eats them. Exterior used lot afternoon. Surrounded by scraps and materials, Todd and Michael stand back to admire their handiwork, drenched in sweat. Behold, the team's new mascot, Frank the car. Reveal a misshapen mascot character made out of pillows, balloons, and a cardboard box. It's pathetic. It may take him four hours, but the devil is in the details, right? <laughs> Michael slips on the costume, which obscures his face. Okay, so basically, I give Brooks a false sense of security. He looks and goes, oh, I don't need to worry. That's just Frank the car. Yeah, yeah. And then, then when you knock him down... Uh, you know, uh, what I'll do is I'll rip his underwear off and then force him to eat it in front of everyone. <laughs> I can't really see with this on. Okay, well, think, like, just grab the coach. That's Brooks. Okay, well, what if he could still tell it's me, but, but you know, by my dope swagger? You're right. You do have a noticeable limp. Yeah. Okay, we may need a double distraction. Uh -huh. Interior, wheel and motors, Jim's office, moments later. Todd, Stacy T, and Doug T walk in. Jim looks up from watching YouTube clips of Al Davis receiving the Lombardi Trophy. What? I'm busy. Uh, well, Dad, uh, we're all really excited about tomorrow night's game, and we were wondering if you, I don't know, had anyone lined up to sing the national anthem? It's my dream to be a famous singer. Yes, and it is my dream to have a conservatorship over a famous singer. <laughs> Come on, Jim. Jim, this could be her A Star Is Born moment. Sure, yeah, I don't care. Really? Oh, that's great. And the true puppet master is born. It's Andrew, back once again. Uh, I want to give you one more reason to support this show, and that is the network that we're on. There's some pretty big news lately, which is that Maximum Fun is becoming an employee-owned co-op. That means that when you join as a member, you're not only supporting your favorite shows like Dead Pilot Society, you're now even more directly supporting a team of real, live human beings who work behind the scenes at Max Fun HQ to help make it all happen. Look, there's a reason our show is on Maximum Fun, and I'm very serious about that. We've actually had offers from other networks in the past, but the thing about Maximum Fun, they let us do the show exactly the way they want. This is a sustainable model for us, and it's a sustainable model for creative work. Look, employee ownership is a way to make sure that this is going to stay true for the long term. So you can trust when you support Maximum Fund, your money's going to an organization that believes in things like labor rights and justice. Any, uh, any TV or writers, screenwriters listening, we're gearing up to possibly go on strike against some greedy conglomerates. Maximum Funds is the opposite of that. You can feel good about supporting this network. 
You always could, but now more than ever. All right, let's uh, let's talk gifts. For $5 a month, you get all of our bonus content, plus the bonus content for every other Maximum Fun show. We've got great bonus content. So even aside from the video from our Zoom reads, you know, we've got a pilot that's bonus content from Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence of Scrubs and Ted Lasso and Cougar Town. That's available only to our members. Plus, you know, Weekend Dracula. If you join or upgrade to $10 a month, you get a Dead Pilot Society sticker. These are high-quality, low-commitment stickers that can be stuck and unstuck many times over. They're scratch-proof. They're weatherproof. They're UV-protected for outdoor use. Our design, super cool. I think you're going to like it. For $20 a month, you get the Max Fun Culinary Kit. All right, I looked it up after last week. Both pronunciations, culinary, culinary, they're both correct. I'll go with culinary this week, even though I actually, my instinct is culinary. Regardless, this is a gift of love from our podcast family to yours. It includes the Max Fun Family Cookbook, which features recipes from all of your favorite Max Fun shows, including from me. There's a jar of bespoke maximum flavor spice blend. Stuff's really good. It's not too spicy. It's just, it's it's great. It's delicious. If you're not into the culinary kit, no worries. You can opt for the colorful Max Fun Drive Rocket logo hat instead. The embroidered eco-friendly cap has an adjustable back and will keep you cool and shaded on all of your walks. You know what I say, walking. Walking is the key. It's the secret weapon for creativity. Naturally, you'll also receive your choice of restickable sticker, a letterpress membership card, and access to all of our bonus content. All right, I'm gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna talk about one more gift because I love this so much. It's the $35 level. It's the Maximum Yum apron. Uh, you can see this. You probably got an email about it. You can go when you go to maximumfun.org/join. Check out this apron. It's a really sturdy, really, really nice apron. This is worth it. All right, those are just some of the rewards. What do you say? Will you please join us as a member? Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. I'm talking to you. You who's listening to episode two of Wheelin' Motors. You like this show. Don't leave it up to everybody else. Go join. Become a member. All right. Back to Wheelin' Motors. Interior, Margaret Becker's house, afternoon. Chris and Nassim sit on Margaret's couch, covered in dirt and sweat. Margaret sits in her Lazy Boy drinking a margarita. Okay, we've washed your car, cleaned your gutters, and made you a margarita. With too much salt on the rim. Mm, We're sorry, but now there's something we want to talk to you about. The Yelp review. Take it down. I knew there was a catch. My reviews can't be bought. I have integrity, unlike your rat breath family. They sold me a car with a ding on it. Nassim snaps. She lunges toward the woman, knocking over a table of framed pictures. Welcome to Chokedown, bitch! Chris holds her back. She notices a picture on the floor. Is this your grandson in a yellow mini-mites uniform? Reveal. It's a photo of Weird Kid, a.k.a. Spiders Are Bugs. (laughs) Yes, he's my favorite. I go to all his games. Too bad the idiot coach never lets him pitch. Marge, what if I told you... I can get your grandson to be the starting pitcher for the next game. Throw in a foot massage and you got a deal. Interior, beavers, later. Brooks talks to Angie while the children throw darts. It's not about winning or losing, really, but with the amount of knowledge I'm sharing with them, I wouldn't be surprised if we did win tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Coaching these guys is actually bringing me joy. I mean, I taught little Boom Boom everything he knows. That's that one, right? Angie points to the corner where Lil Boom Boom's face and limbs are blown up like balloons. He's in anaphylactic shock. His peanut allergy has fully kicked in. Huh. It's probably why mommy says no peanuts for Boom Boom. You think? All right, watch the bar. I'm going to go call 911. End of act two. Act three, exterior baseball field dream sequence. (laughs) Moving in stereo by the cars plays as Jim stands in the dugout, proudly watching his team win the game with a home run by his grandson, Leighton. The children celebrate by dumping Gatorade all over him, then carrying him off in their arms as journalists swarm for photos. Interior, 1988 LA Raiders locker room, dream sequence. Jim uncorks champagne and sprays the children. Al Davis's ghost presents him with a Lombardi trophy. You 
just one, baby. I said you can't drink in here. Cut to exterior lawn across from the sports complex day. Jim is wasted, sitting in a lawn chair. An annoyed woman has been yelling at him. He grumbles, moves his lawn chair over to the next yard, and gets real cozy again. Jim looks across the street and notices Officer Chalamet, who gives him a dramatic throat slash sign. Jim is sincerely concerned. Exterior, baseball field, continuous. Brooks watches his team struggle to warm up. He looks over at their opponents. The Boobin Tire Bears. Bobin. Bobin Tire. Bobin. It's a pretty big, it's a pretty it's big deal. It's gotta be Bobin. Sorry. Come on, man. Pretty big deal. <laughs> who, are all doing a synchronized cal- who are all doing synchronized calisthenics. Drunk parents yell from the stands. Hey, if you want a W, you'll put number four in that cleanup. Do it, you coward. Brooks glances over to see number four, who is biting Reese. Jim screams through his megaphone. Brooks, report to the owner's office. Let six pitch! Let six pitch, you bitch! (laughs) Exterior, lawn across from the sports complex, day. Brooks walks up to Jim, exasperated. What, what, what? Look, we need to win. I know, I know, I know. It's just, Wheeland Motors can't be associated with losing, I get it. Oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But more importantly, I got a ton of money on this game, okay? (laughs) Look, we gotta pay off the umps. Jim opens a duffel bag. It's got two crisp $10 bills and a half bottle of black velvet Canadian whiskey. They're usually only like you know, 15 years old. They love this stuff. All right, first of all, you've already drank most of your bribe. <laughs> Second, cheating is what you would do, and I'm not you. I have everything under control right now. A man in a suit walks up to Brooks. Uh, Brooks Whelan. Yes, what? You are being served to appear in court for the negligence of Lilenthal Boom Boom by his parents, Dave and Donna Boom Boom. (laughs) Under control, huh? His real name was Lil Boom Boom? (laughs) You're in trouble, bud. Now take this whiskey to a child ump so we can win. Brooks! Brooks turns to see Chris running towards him. Mom, thank God, Dad's insane. Been drinking his bribes. Big time. Yeah, that happens. I need a huge favor. Oh, no, what? Do you see that boy over there eating grass? You gotta be, you gotta be so much more specific. Right there. <laughs> he has to be pitcher. Spiders or bugs? No, 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 I hate him. I hate him so much, he sucks, Mom. Just do it, Brooks. But, uh, but first, the bribe. I'm not doing this anymore! Brooks storms off. Jim pats his lap and offers Chris a sip of Canadian black velvet whiskey. She accepts. It's so smooth. Exterior baseball complex stands later. Brooks approaches Todd, who sits next to his wife, Sherry. Todd is smiling devilishly. Oh, hello, youngest brother. I do hope you enjoy the pregame festivities. Sure. Look, Todd, I need your help. You, uh, wait, what? I think you should be the coach. I'm going to be honest, man. I can't handle people yelling at me all day, but somehow you can. You really can't. I mean, people stomp all over you, and you just allow it. It's like a superpower. I like, for real, like I really respect your complete lack of self-respect. <laughs> wow. Uh, just, wow. Wow. Uh. No one has ever said anything that nice to me before. <laughs> I, I accept. I, I will coach this team. Sherry, my love, I'm going to win this one for you. Todd kisses Sherry and runs off. Sherry offers Brooks a drink of Canadian black velvet whiskey. He accepts. So smooth. <laughs> Exterior, behind the dugout, continuous. Michael sees Brooks drinking with Sherry. This confirms it. Brooks is here to take everything. He puts on Frank the car. Time to eat some underwear. Exterior baseball field later. Todd <laughs> rounds up all the players. Hey, hey, I really missed you guys. Oh, Fatso's back. Duck D walks up to the mound with a microphone and an amp. <clears throat> Please rise for the national anthem. Oh, God. Michael. Before he can call off his plan, the kids tackle Todd and pile on as Stacy T walks up to the mound and takes the mic. Thank you, Grandpa. Mm -hmm. So, like, I did not learn the words to the national anthem because it's so boring. 
So instead, I will be singing Toxic by Britney Spears. Doug T presses play on a boombox and Toxic kicks in. Stacy T starts singing and the confused crowd slowly stands and places their hands over their hearts. Doug T films the whole thing on his iPad while mouthing along to the lyrics. Exterior, lawn across from the sports complex, continuous. Jim looks through his binoculars. Todd is coaching again. He grabs his megaphone. I did not authorize this. All team personnel decisions go through me. Exterior, baseball complex, stands, continuous. Brooks and Sherry watch the mess unfolding. Jim is screaming from across the street, but he's drowned out by Stacy T singing. Brooks looks on as Todd gets kicked on the ground by his team. One of the kids climbs on his back and tries to buck him off. And he tries to buck him off. That's like, reminds me of this game we used to play when we were little, actually. Rodeo? Todd always talks about it when he blacks out. He even cried once. Really? That's, that's, man, those are good times, you know? Like, he never bucked me off even though I know he could have. He looked out for me. I gotta go help my brother, one sec. Exterior, lawn across from the sports complex, continuous. Todd is not the coach! Al Davis would never let this happen. Jim walks across the street, stepping foot on the Manchester sports complex for the first time since the bat incident of 93. Officer Chalamet has waited 29 years for this. Go time, slut! Officer Chalamet starts running at Jim with his taser. Jim realizes he's in trouble and takes off sprinting. Exterior baseball field. Brooks is trying to pull the kids off of Todd as Stacy T sings. Brooks, get out of here. Save yourself. What? I can't hear you. Stacy T is screaming right now. <laughs> Michael sneaks up behind Brooks in Frank the car and grabs his shoulder. Brooks instinctively grabs a bat, turns around, and throws it. It misses Michael, but keeps flying and hits Officer Chalamet straight in his mouth. He goes down hard. Everyone starts screaming. Because Michael can't see, he grabs the coach, Todd, and starts tearing at his underwear. No, no! Frank! Frank the car! No, no, no! Do not do this! Applebee's is mine! Mine! Exterior, baseball complex parking lot, later. Brooks is fumbling with his keys to open his car when Angie comes running up. Hey, where are you going? I, uh, I called in six so I could watch the game. Yeah, no, I gotta go. I gotta go, like, right now. Wait, what? What happened? Nothing. Uh, I, I, best, I, uh, I realized I wasn't really cut out for coaching, so I asked Todd to take over. I'm sorry. I know that's selfish of me. I just, I, you're, you were right all along. I'm selfish. Okay, well, you make it easy to be right by constantly being so wrong. But at least you tried. And you gave the team back to Todd, which is probably safer for the kids. Overall, stepping down is the least selfish thing you've done in a while. That's progress. I'll take progress. All right. They share a sweet moment, which is broken by the sounds of sirens in the distance. I do have to go right now. I may have smoked an old man in the face with a bat. They turn and see Officer Chalamet, who is laying motionless on the field as blood pours out of his mouth. He's probably okay, right? Oh, I bet that happens to him all the time. Cool. Cool. Interior, Jim's Remember office. Remember because of the deer? <laughs> <laughs> Interior, Jim's office the next day. The entire Wheel and Motor staff is gathered. Jim proudly tosses the Manchester Press on his desk. Hey, we did it! Reveal the front page of the paper with a photo of Stacy T singing under the headline, A Star is Born. <laughs> oh my God. No, not that. Next page. Oh. Jim turns the page to a photo of yesterday's brawl with the headline, Bat Incident Prematurely Ends Another Season. Look, look at that little guy right there. Jim points to a child screaming and crying in the look, background. Look how clearly you can read Wheelan Motors on his jersey. Free advertising. Everything worked out great. Well, maybe for you, but sure he can't look me in the eyes anymore. Red alert! Casserole Queen 32 wrote another Yelp, and this time it's one star. Chris passes out copies of the review. Everyone reads them. Oh, she can't this say this about me! slander. Okay, there's a lot in here about me eating my underwear. Yeah, well, that's not slander. That happened. Shut up! Do we need to have this taken down? Oh, sorry, I forgot to... Oh, I'll talk now. <laughs> oh, trust me, she won't take it down. And she's still complaining about the ding in her car. I say we earn this review and give her a few real dings. Nope, nope, 
I'm not doing this. You guys go nuts. I am not getting involved. Interior Beaver's Day. Brooks walks in to see Angie distraught and packing up. Hey, where are you going? I thought your shift just started. Yeah, I was supposed to, but I just got suspended. What? Why? No, my boss found out about the kids in here. How? Some Yelp review, and I can't afford two weeks without working. What was the reviewer's name? I don't know, something about casseroles? Brooks's eyes go wide. End of act three. Act four. Exterior, Margaret Becker's driveway, night. Todd, Michael, Chris, and Jim stand around Margaret's car, holding socks filled with golf balls. Brooks walks up to join them. Spiders might not be bugs, but I'm a fucking wheeling. Global warming is a bitch. They start wailing away. We see Brooks having fun with his family as they destroy an old woman's car. Interior, Margaret Becker's house, continuous. A man peers through the blinds as Margaret comes from up from behind. Chalamet, what's going on outside? Her husband, Officer Chalamet, turns around. His jaw is wired shut. It's a family that won't stop until I'm dead. <laughs> End of episode. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. I agree with Brooks and Isaac. Episode two was funnier than the pilot. Episode three, which is coming to you next week, even funnier than episode two. So definitely come back. Uh, that'll drop on Monday. Um, it's so cool that people get to hear this show. This show should be on TV. I mean, this show should be on TV. With this cast that we put together, it should be on TV. It's not. Instead, it's here and only here on Dead Pilot Society. And the only way this show sticks around is by you becoming a member. You, don't wait. Don't think, oh yeah, I'll do this next week. Do it now. Don't just count on the other listeners to step up. You can step up too. We're just asking for $5 a month. Of course more would be better, but we're thrilled with a new $5 a month member. There's lots of great rewards. Check them out. The bonus content, sticker, culinary kit, hat, the badass apron. I hope you will join us by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. Dead Pilot Society is produced by me and my co-host Ben Blacker, and our associate producer Noah Finling is edited and mixed by Jordan Katz. These are the people that you're supporting when you become a member. Thanks to everyone at the Elysian Theater. We will be back on Monday for episode three of Wheel and Motors, and then Thursday of next week, you'll get to hear a really fun, great interview I did. Uh, with Brooks and Isaac. Until then, I'm Andrew Reich. Thank you for listening. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.